This is the mix. 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 Hello and welcome to This is the Mix. This is the podcast where I have friends make me a mix. Uh, mixtape, but it's a playlist because we don't do tapes anymore. I mean, we can if we want, but some people don't. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm Rachel, and today I'm very excited because I got, oh boy, uh, she's very funny, um, uh, really great, uh, uh, like a good friend. Um, I think she does pet portraits and I really gotta get one of those I've been thinking about it for a long time and you should too because everyone needs a pet portrait it's Nikki Osborne hi hey <laughs> um no but for real I've been I keep being like it's like on that you know that long to-do list you have oh yeah mine's like reach out to you and talk to you about pet portraits <laughs> anytime Anytime, okay. girl. I would, I would love to draw that for you. Yeah, because, um, I mean, I... <laughs> I see you have one already in the background. Yeah, someone sent that to me last Christmas, and ever since, I'm like, I need more. Yeah, you um, need a wall, a wall of... Um, yeah, but also, I, I have other people that I'm like, oh, I should get them gifts. They do make great gifts. Yeah. And now's the time. Now is the time. Um, but we're not here to talk about pet portraits. No, 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 no. Uh, you made a mix. I did. Yeah. It's called High School for Real. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I had to edit this down, Rachel. When you originally asked me to make you a mix of like music from high school, I got so excited and immediately had like 70 songs on it. And then I was like, whoa, we have to edit. Yeah. Like, that's too I, much. That's a, been a problem. But I like to make people edit because I think about the days when we had tapes and CDs and we were you know, constrained to time. So Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I heard you say this on a previous episode, which I listened to, that those constraints, like, it, it really refines your playlist. It really, like, you know, the constraints always make, for a more, or they can lead to like a more creative, like more interesting um, body of work. Yeah. It's like you have to, you, it's like you're like, well, I want to put this song on, but I want to put this other song on more. Yeah. Yeah. You really have to clarify what it means, what matters to you. Yeah. It's like when you're trying to decide on food and someone says option A and you're like, dang, I really wanted it to be option B. That's when you know. <laughs> That's how you know what you want. Yeah. So you're like, okay. Well, um, did you have anything in mind when you were making this playlist? I wanted to uh, represent kind of the wide scope of music that I listened to in high school. And I kind of, I, I wanted to, when I thought about it, I did think about it chronologically. Like I went through my head like okay what were we what were the mixes of ninth grade through like 12th grade oh girl I used to 
this is my shit. You don't understand. I was the queen of mixed CDs. Like, wow. took so much pride in them. <laughs> That's, um, I had no idea. So you have, it's like freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. Yeah, that's kind of like the the layout I used. Um, and and I pulled, it was kind of a best of compilation as well. I went, I, I went through like actual mixes I have from high school and kind of like curated a list. Do you still this. have like uh, a bunch of CDs? I um, do. I do. Like a couple years ago, my mom gave me like this big CD booklet that she had in storage and it was a fucking time capsule and I don't have a way to listen to my iPhone in my car so literally I am like I can only listen to music from 2001 to 2006 like that's I'm forced to do that in my car that's so funny I also have a, a like a one of those like zip up booklet thingies um but i like to play a game when i have people in my car Ooh. and it's like pick because i i never labeled my cds which was really dumb <laughs> gotcha wow that's so confusing yeah so uh it's just like a random you know silver cd and you stick it in and it's like what's it gonna be <laughs> that's kind of fun though it is there is a fun element of surprise yeah and do you uh when you listen to your do you go back to and listen to your CDs? Do you know exactly how you were feeling at the moment that you made that mix? A lot of times, because I'm pretty good with um, like dates and years. So I'm pretty good at being like, okay. And, and I even would label them this way, like, oh, fall 2003 mix. Like, so I can really just kind of easily tap back into like, okay, what was going on at that time? You know? Yeah. Um, so you made a lot of mix. Did you make any mixes for people? Yeah, I think, yeah, definitely. Mostly it was me and my best friend, Christina, making mixes for each other uh, that would often have, like, an overlap of songs, which is so fucking stupid and funny. <laughs> like, here's a mix I made you. We're going to have the same songs on, like, each one. But, uh, yeah, definitely. Definitely yeah. made mixes for people. Did you ever make a mix for a, a romantic a romantic partner yeah i don't have a a memory of that i don't although i am sure i was given like mixed cds or just like music suggestions by by romantic partners that was a big mm -hmm. um you know there there were some major influences on me i'll just say yeah <laughs> um wait did you uh did you have a myspace mm-hmm Okay, oh, yeah. what what was your go to like profile song? I don't know if I had one. It's so funny you say that. I definitely like I can picture the different profile pics. I can see the top five. I cannot remember if I ever had a song. Oh. Is that lame? No. Um, I just remember that was big for me because like you oh. picked a song that like represented you and then also okay. you like if you had like if you were you had a crush on someone and you go to their page a lot you like that song wow makes you think of that it's branding yeah that's so cool Wh okay when you say that i can like kind of remember like maybe one but th there's nothing i i don't have like yeah strong memories with that yeah but what was yours 
Um, for a long time, it was Geek in the Pink by Jason Mraz. <laughs> I don't know how that song goes. Oh, no, it's fine. It just, <laughs> I, it was more like, it wasn't my favorite song. It just was more of a, that I, I wear, I wore a lot of pink and I was a geek. Oh, cute. Okay. So it was like, a, that, this is me. I'm the Geek in the Pink. <laughs> you were branding yourself. You were yeah. ahead of your time. Yeah. I think also my name was like the geek you know how you could have the name it was the geek in the pink um but of course it was like every other letter was capitalized sure, with like little x's in yeah. between on fucking either side oh my god so embarrassing yeah it's all so embarrassing i'm so glad i think i've deleted every thing from the past like live journals and all that shit yeah i Ooh. think i still have some out there and i need to delete <laughs> it sucks going back like in re like i feel like in the last five years i definitely like went back and looked and was like no one can see this <laughs> like we have to destroy this yeah i'm like so glad that i didn't grow up in the time when tiktok was around because oh, yeah. i mean i'm i i'm embarrassed by the tiktoks <laughs> i post on the daily and if I was like in a teenager, oh gosh, no. Oh gosh, I just joined TikTok and I'm like such an old person on it. I one video, there's one thing on it. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, it's fine. You'll either fall in love with it or <laughs> just continue to be confused by it. <laughs> yeah, like forget about it. Like I'll just have one video on there for the rest. Yeah, of my days. We'll see. Um, Okay, I want you to describe your high school self in three words. Okay. Um, let's say... Funny. Yeah. Sarcastic. Uh, that can be one. Um, pining. Ooh. Always, girl. <laughs> she was always in a state of pining. Um, and then creative. Um, I can, I could tell that from your, you can? yeah, well, I just it, like listening to let, okay, we could get into it, but listening okay. to your mix, I was like, oh boy, this is a <laughs> cool mix. Like I was like, in my head, I was like, oh, I bet Nikki was like a really cool girl who just like, liked to dance around in her bedroom <laughs> and was just like a cool cool like cool but not mean cool like cool everyone wanted to be your friend that's that what is I so nice <laughs> i don't know about if that is true the second part but the first part for sure there was a lot of bedroom dancing and just staying in there for hours at a yeah. time <laughs> <laughs> well this was like out of all the mixes i've gotten this one probably made me want to dance the most oh that's great yeah I'd love that. I mean, it was a lot of, there's a couple chill songs, like a very chill vibe to it, but it was like the kind of chill where you're like, you still want to dance. Yeah. You're still grooving a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Also, there was a lot of funky songs. <laughs> yeah. I tried to give the, the range because, you know, I, I, I've always been this way. There's just like a, a broad interest in a lot of different things, not kind of like one lane or whatever. Yeah. And there's a lot of older songs. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I guess I probably have parents to thank for that. Yeah. I was going to ask, how did you 
discover music? I, definitely my parents. Like, definitely um, my dad was a huge music guy. And just at a young age, I can just remember him quizzing me, essentially, being like, do you know who this is on the radio? Like, this is so-and-so. This song came out in 1988. It was on this album. Like, just he was a music nerd. And then I think he, I, I, I kind of assumed that too and just you know i just had kind of a thirst for music knowledge in that way yeah that's cool yeah yeah i definitely have him to think about um i have a question do you uh, currently or did you have a record player in your room i actually only recently got a record player in a year ago which is crazy yeah, because I, I was like, this this person definitely has a record player. I, and, and I would, I understand why you would get that. It, I should have had a record player, like, much earlier in my life. And for, I just, I don't know, I never did, sadly. No. Yeah, I know, it kind of betrays the cool, cool quote. Back no, then, you know. no. You're, you're sticking to a CD medium, which <laughs> I can, I can get behind. Right. It's what we have. Um... So your first song is La Tigre. Is that? Mm-hmm. It's, fr- it's French, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not, but that name certainly is. Yeah. yeah La Tigre. Mm-hmm. And then it's uh, Ode de Bedroom Dancing. So yes. Bedroom Dancing. There you go. Yeah. yeah. It's just such a... Um, the lyrics are just very, like, high school girl in her bedroom. Like... I'm in my room. I know just what I want to do. Like, I just can remember me like drawing or journaling and like writing lyrics like in my journal, like while listening to this, you know? Yeah. This was a a, a fun, uh, I like, cause I didn't know a lot of these bands. I mean, I knew some of them, but I, I had to Google a few of them to like check out uh, what their deal was. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this band's like, I guess, very feminist. Totally. They are like of that Riot Girl um, era, like mid 90s, I guess, into, I mean, probably still exist. But yeah, like this little sweet spot is like mid 90s into like mid 2000s. Um, and it's cool to be like, yeah, I was listening to fucking feminist ass <laughs> music at like 14. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, that's, I mean, there we go. Another cool point towards you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so funny. I don't even know. It's now in my older age, looking back and like really kind of listening to some of the lyrics being like, damn girl, like, did you even know what you were doing? Like, I don't think I fully knew. I just liked it. <laughs> yeah, I I like this song a lot. Um, And then, uh, um, so your next song was David Bowie, which was I like David Bowie. This was cool. Love David. Yeah. I, um, I'm a bad, um, (laughs) a bad person. (laughs) No. (laughs) Cause I haven't listened to a lot. Like my, here's the thing. Your parents, uh, taught you music. My parents didn't teach me. They played music, but they never like. Because I know that my parents like David Bowie, or at least my mom does. Uh, but and I, but like I, d- I only listen to you know the hits. Totally, totally. So I, 
I didn't know this song, Rock and Roll Suicide. It could, I mean, I think it is a hit. I just don't. Well, he has so much music, you know, you, you go back and it's just like the catalog's fucking huge. So you understand why there's like such thing as greatest hits albums, you know? Um, I didn't always know that song. Yeah. But yeah, I could tell that this was an older Bowie because he did sound younger. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Rock and Roll Suicide. That's a good one. I feel like it, it was also this song that we could all sing along to, like me and my friends. It has that kind of like building, um, I don't know what you would call it, but like it gets like very passionate and uh, it was just fun to sing with a bunch of friends in a car. Yeah. Um, did you, uh, did you watch, uh, The Labyrinth? Did you like The Labyrinth? Yeah, I, I liked it. I watched it in high school a few times. I feel like we were on a little kick with it. Um, but I haven't seen it as an adult, so I don't know what it's like, what it's like now. I just rewatched it at a drive-in and it, it was still very good. Okay. I got to go back and watch. Yeah. Cause also I love that Jim Henson humor. Mm-hmm. you know like muppet humor is very funny love um, muppets like when the the two doors one always tells the truth one lies when they're bickering and yes. just like i don't know muppet bickering is very funny to me um, it's funny it's cute it's hidden it's weird it's like hitting all these spots yeah and then on top of that david bowie's in it so exactly yeah um Okay, so then you have Got to Be Real by Cheryl Lynn. Yes. I know this song. Everyone knows this song. Classic. <laughs> yeah. It's well, so good. I think it's like a it's like a rom-com song. It what? is. And you know what great thing that you pointed that out. So do you remember this movie Keeping the Faith? No. With Ben it was uh, Ben Stiller, um what's his name? Edward Norton and Jenna Elfman. From like 2000. Um, So one of them's a priest, one of them's a rabbi. And there's, it's like this love triangle. They were all friends in high school and now they're grownups and there's like a love triangle. So I saw this movie in eighth grade or whatever. uh, And then the soundtrack to it was really fucking good. Um, But that song was on that soundtrack. Got to be real, was on that soundtrack. And I was just like, I fucking love this. That's so good. Yeah, I I also discovered bands through movie soundtracks. I love movie soundtracks. Me too. We have lost the art of a good soundtrack. Yeah, I think um, like when it's, I uh like Into the Spider Verse was like a really good uh-huh. recent one. Okay. That, yeah. Haven't, haven't seen nor listened. Um. Yeah, that was a good one. I just, I just miss. I know that people like shat on Garden State. You know, dude. Whatever they shat, they shit on it now. But at the time, your girl list. I was listening to that all the fucking time. Yeah, it was good at the time. Yeah, I mean that that soundtrack is so good too. Um. So I. Oh yeah, that's what I meant specifically. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think uh, we need to bring back <laughs> the movie soundtracks. I'm here for it. Yeah. I, and I think about this all the time. I still hear a song and I'm like, that would be 
great in a fucking movie. Like, God, I would be so good at making soundtracks for movies. Like, can I have that job? I think you should have that job. Okay, I well, like... you make a movie and okay. um and I'll help. Yeah. Okay. Well, do. I mean, I I mean, I want to make a movie. Right. <laughs> Hollywood. Hollywood, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, did you ever, cause I did this and I know a lot of people did. Did you ever, when a song was on or something and you're like in your car and you're like, this, this would be in a movie and this would be like the sad part of the movie. <laughs> My whole life was that I fucking rode the bus like most of high school. And it was me with my headphones on with my little MP3 player, like looking out a window, just, you know, knowing how depressed I felt and looked. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like also cool because i was listening to cool music yeah <laughs> <laughs> i like don't even know if i was sad but i remember a lot of times i would ride in the car with my mom and look out the window and cry to a song <laughs> and i'm sure she's like rachel what is wrong and it's like nothing i'm having a movie moment yeah you're like it's just required i'm sorry i'm in high school yeah this is what we do I'm having a movie moment. You have to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this song is great and uh, very rom-com movie. Um, also, I don't know why, but it makes me think of a commercial now. I feel like it's oh, used in a lot it of commercials. Might, yeah. Certainly. Um, I don't know. Um, but then next you have um, what, The Promise Ring? Uh, Size of Your yeah. Life? Mm-hmm. It's kind of, it's not slow, but it's not as up-tempo maybe as what we've been listening to. Oh, yeah. I remember, Um, so, like, it was, like, you get up and you're, like, dancing, you're, like, woo, and then it kind of, like, mellowed you out. So I felt like this playlist had a lot of, like, waves to it. it. Sure, sure. Which is kind of what you want in a dancing mix, right? You can't be at 100 all the time yeah yeah you um, gotta take moments to chill yeah like i understand some mixes have like that slow build sure. and then it ends that's fine but from dancing mixes i really think you need more waves you have to rest yeah you have to gather yourself yeah um yeah this is one of those songs i'm like i don't know now if i heard it i'd be like that's a great song but it just has such a nostalgia quality for me like this is one of those like oh i i know exactly where i am i'm with this group of friends hang out like watch my friends skate and like you know chilling in the car or blasting the song from the car cd player like outside um you know it's just a it's a very clear picture of yeah. a certain time um did you ever i this is what you just said and made me think of, did you ever turn up your radio extra loud because you wanted people to like hear your music and be like you're cool like from inside my room or just like when you're driving around you like roll down your windows and blare your music <laughs> okay well here's the thing i never got to drive myself i didn't get my license till after high school so oh. i was never in the position of driving but sure i'm sure as a passenger my friends and i yeah drove around windows down blasting shit yeah i'm, I'm positive that happened yeah probably just to be assholes and you know what i mean less like oh think we're cool more like fuck you suburbs <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I definitely bl- uh, blasted music loud so I could seem cool. And then I remember <laughs> someone being like, Rachel, turn down your music. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, was it too loud? They're like, it just wasn't cool. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, but that's just, you know, like you're trying to be cool all the time. <laughs> I mean, that is also the theme of high school. Yeah. Literally, yeah, trying to be cool all the time. Um, okay, and then next you have Justin Timberlake, um, Senorita, which is a fun song, uh, but yeah. I do have a little beef with Justin Timberlake. Okay, is this because of Britney? A hundred percent. Okay, and now I feel like I know more than I do did i still think what i know is very vague and i feel like rachel i've literally asked you have we had this conversation before because i feel like i've been like wait explain to me what exactly was the deal with britney and justin i know he's i know he like is an ass right and like sucks now and i guess then um i uh, i just (laughs) It's okay. I believe I'm not precious about Justin Timberlake. I don't care. Yeah. My sister is very precious about Justin Timberlake. Okay. So it's a, it's a strain <laughs> in our relationship. Um, and I've had this conversation with a lot of people, but here's the thing. I just don't think he was, he acts like the victim when it comes mm-hmm. to Brittany, but he was a hundred percent, not a victim. He was also, because what he, he was cheating on her. Got it. Um, yeah, uh, but he really likes to play this whole like victim story about how like mm. he was cheated on by Britney, so everyone knows that story, but they don't know that he was also not great. Wow. Uh, yeah. Do I we mean, know who he was cheating on her with? Uh, there's like a long thread on Twitter okay. <laughs> where someone did like a deep dive investigation <laughs> into the whole thing. Um, but I just think it was like a lot of like rando people. Um, okay. But I'm sick and tired of this like this whole story that Brittany was the one who cheated on him. Um, right. No, because, for sure. Yeah. And then he continues to bring up her name. Still. Yeah. Just like, you know, randomly he'll be like, oh, yeah, Brittany, you know. And then also what he did with Janet Jackson was inexcusable. That was inexcusable. Yeah. No, he's for sure like kind of canceled like like, love I'm not a Justin stan to this day but in 2003 did I go to the justified slash strip tour with Justin Timberlake and Christina Aguilera yes I did yeah yeah I mean that's another thing he went on tour with Christina how dare he how dare he yeah yeah oh but anyway um yeah I also loved Justin and um it wasn't until recently in my adulthood when I really took a hard look at sure. like if I was Brittany, how would I feel kind of yeah. thing. And that's when I really was like, no, you can't accept this behavior. It's not right. And we don't. Yeah. We don't um, accept it. But yeah, this this album was great. And um, this was this was so this good. sexy back album. Yeah. Yeah. This was the first album mm-hmm. the first solo album okay yeah i you know i i really enjoyed this. dude it had so many good songs it yeah. did um what was it was this wasn't the same one where like all the songs had like two songs on them right no i think that was future 
Yeah. Sex Love Sounds, which was like 06 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, Senorita was great, and it is a fun song to dance to. It was and- a fun one. <laughs> yeah. I still listen to Justin. I just... <laughs> It's like I, I, you know, I think about Britney as I'm doing exactly. It. We have a fuller picture of who he really is. Yeah. <laughs> um. Sorry to trash on Justin. I feel like I do it. In Don't a lot apologize. Of- He's fine. <laughs> He's doing fine. You need to get the truth out about Britney always. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then next, you have a Bell and Sebastian song, "Waiting for the Moon." Bell and Sebastian, I always, I like, haven't really listened to them, but I always associate it with cool people. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny, because I feel like that's also potentially one of those bands you see their name and you roll your eyes, because it could be perceived as pretentious or something, but uh, I'm a big fan, or I was a, a big fan in high school. And it's so funny. It's not what I thought it would be. I remember I had a boyfriend slash friend in high school who recommended them to me. It was like, oh, you got to check out Bell and Sebastian. And I remember like going home and like looking on Kazaa or whatever. Download. This was like the first song I downloaded, I think. And I, it's just not what I was like, this can't be it. Like, this can't be the band that like my hot like high school, you know, whatever like rock and roll boyfriend like listens to this can't be it like it's so folksy it's so quiet and quaint like I just I was not imagining this and then I was like but I really like it like it's yeah. really cool um it's like a peak indie rock um but yeah it is very cool and it is chill but I will say I always get Belle and Sebastian confused with she and him. <laughs> wow. That's interesting. I just, I like, I, 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 when someone says Belle and Sebastian, I'm like, is that the Zoe Dishon? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. I don't know how I feel about that. No, no, no. It's just because I don't know anything. <laughs> Um, if I actually listen, like, which I am, I'm edu- this podcast is so I can educate myself more. I'm like, oh, That's now cool. I know right. which one is which. It's like, sure. it's like if you're like, oh, in sync and 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 Backstreet Boys, BSB, yeah, yeah, and you're like, I don't but know real fans one. know, yeah, it's and- team in sync all the all all day. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> <gasps> wow. Okay. I thought I thought we were on the same team, Rachel. Okay, well, it, as a child, yes, I was team and sync all the way. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, my taste has refined. <laughs> if you look, okay, yes, in sync had more. Like, in sync was was the band, but longevity. And if you look at like songs now, it's like BSB has more hits. <laughs> here's where here's what i'm gonna say and it's what i've always said since 99 or whatever <laughs> um in sync are the better vocalists they have the better voices and i am uh, a purist i want i want the band who can sing the best and for me there's no question it's insane yeah i mean yeah but until you <laughs> go 
to a Backstreet Boys concert in Vegas. <laughs> I mean, that was when I like completely converted. I was like, you're when right. Was that? This was like 2015, maybe. Okay. 2016 okay. i went to their vegas residency and i was a i converted uh wow lifelong in sync or in sync is better and then i completely okay changed that's interesting that's interesting yeah. i mean a live experience is everything yeah and i haven't had an in sync live experience in decades so oh, okay okay what tour did you see i saw them three times oh my god yeah i can't remember i remember the one where they fly <laughs> yeah 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 i can picture that and they did they did um uh they did like through the decades section <laughs> oh cool i feel like i watched that on a dvd or some special i don't think i saw that one yeah um I don't know. I saw the no strings attached. Me too. That was. I think that was the flying one. Oh really? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wow. I was gonna ask you that. What was your first concert? Yeah, first concert, which I will distinct. That's different from first show. I think that's a different experience. But first concert with like you know million people, whatever, was no strings attached. Yeah, summer two. What would would that have been? Ninety nine? No, 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 no. Two thousand. That was summer two thousand. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then uh, what was your first show? My first show was a band called Slater Kinney, um, which if you were looking at La Tigra, they're like of that same genre. Yeah. I've heard them before. Oh, yeah. It's what now. What's her name is so famous. Carrie Brownstein. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now she's a household name. Wow. Um. That's cool. When, so when was your first show? That was, I believe, in ninth or tenth grade. That was probably that was probably fall two thousand two. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yeah. you first concert and then first show. Now I gotta think about my what my first show was. Right, because it's such a different experience. Like I was with parents in seventh grade, like a group a group of girls and parents parents at the NSYNC concert like a show was like me and my guy friend with no grown-ups or we were with grown-ups but no no chaperone you know yeah dang now I gotta think about it um okay and then uh next you have an earth wind and fire song yeah uh, this was a very chill <laughs> song yeah after I put it on I was like mm, not the most fun uh, but this is one me and my friend Christina again would just like belt out in like her living room and just, you know, sing very dramatically. Um, Earth, Wind & Fire are great and have so many gems. Yeah. Um, the most known for their September. Yes. Song. Um, but yeah, this was a very chill one. So I was like surprised because you had a lot of like funky, fun dancing songs. And yeah. then I, when I saw Earth, Wind & Fire on the list, I was like, oh, it's going to be another funky, fun one. And then it was like chill. And I was like, oh. Slowed down. Yeah. Like R&B ballad. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, but a right? good one. Yeah. Nonetheless. Yeah. Um, and then you have Built to Spill, Carry the Zero. Oh, um, yeah. 
This one had an indie vibe to it. So we chilled down, funky, chilled down, and then we go mm-hmm. into indie vibe, kind of. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I was a big Built to Spill fan. Um, and that was, you mentioned this earlier, you said older songs, which it's like, yeah, that, that's evident by like Earth, Wind, and Fire or whatever. But I was noticing there was also this uh, trend where it was like, I was listening to a lot of music in the early 2000s that was just like a few years older than me. Like it was like, like Built to this song is like from like the late 90s or whatever so I don't know what that says or it was just like oh me discovering music that had like already been out for like a few years you know what I mean yeah it wasn't like necessarily the indie of like right that second it was like oh this is already like five years old or whatever yeah well I think it was just harder to discover new music that's it yeah that's totally it Cause it's like uh, it's like a telephone game. It slowly gets to you. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know if you did this, but a lot of like my friends and I, we would um, you know, we would download music obviously from like Kazaa, but then we would go to like a Barnes and Noble or whatever, and remember the little listening stations with like the oh head- yeah. So I would listen to something I knew I liked, and then it would say, "If you like this, you'll probably like this," and I would just go down this like rabbit hole of like listening to suggested artists and then I would bring like a piece of paper and write down like whatever band name and be like I gotta google this when I get home and like download this yeah I feel like um I was just thinking about that kind of because uh because so we have like Spotify is the main place where people go to listen their music but before that we had Pandora which you picked like a, a song or like an artist that you liked and then they played similar songs and that was a fun way to discover new music. Definitely. Yeah, that and was I, a vibe. I feel like we don't really get that as much anymore. Yeah, it's a little more curated now, I guess, with like the Discover Weekly podcast or podcast uh, playlist that like Spotify tries to make for you, which for me is always hit or miss. Like oh. some things I'm like, yeah, or it's like, I already knew this or it's like, this is so whack (laughs) yeah i always get a terrible like uh cover (laughs) of like a rap song but like some person trying to sing it as like a like a acoustic cover oh no yeah that might be one of the worst like genres (laughs) or like kind of covers i think I think I can say that confidently. It's like every single time. And then it's always like a Disney song. And I'm like, yeah, I listen to Disney music, but that doesn't mean that I want you. It's not like I'm discovering it. Right. You're like, bitch, I knew. I already knew. You know, I did want to tell you, because I know you like Disney music, on some of these early mixes from high school, I I threw on at the end um, some songs from Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh yay! <laughs> you know, I did just need to let you know that that yeah, I did have the coolest of the Disney movies. <laughs> <laughs> really cool. Um, as long as it's not Tarzan. <laughs> I heard you, yeah, go off on Tarzan, and that's fair. It's not that good. Who are these people going off about Tarzan? They're just fake, fake. It's like <laughs> I it's don't fake know. as hell, dude. Yeah. Like, that's not a real Disney. Sorry. Like, that's not. 
it's Phil Collins. Yeah. Yawn. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay. And then uh, you have, uh, oh, I do want to say, I felt like Built to Spill sounded a lot like Death Cab for Cutie. Have you? Just the singing voice. Okay. I know, obviously, I knew who they were. I knew the name, but I never got into them. It was just yeah. kind of like, yeah, same kind of orbit, same, same. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I, I mean, I only know a few Death Cab songs, uh, but iTunes used to do that thing where you get a free, they used to have a free song every week. Oh, okay. Um, and that's how I first listened to Death Cab because they had um, one of their songs was like a free download. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny that that's probably how they're known by so many people. <laughs> it's I wish iTunes still did that. You get like it a free. It was a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. And I discovered some new bands that I go. only have one of their songs. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then next you have the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Y Control. Yeah. 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 Um, I love, I, I need to get into the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs, but I love Karen O. She is everything yeah amazing those Uh, first two albums are so fucking good yeah i i remember i discovered a lot of music by watching like fuse and they played the music video for maps all the time yes that video was everywhere for a while yeah that song's on that same album as white control it's from top it's it's really quick it's like a punk like fast album there's like 10 songs and it's over in like 30 minutes and it's so good okay i'll listen to it um but yeah i i like this song a lot and i was like oh, i love karen o. also i love that she's also mixed asian like yes we love that she's so fucking cool yeah and that song is like perfect like driving late at night like smoking if you were into that which i was um <laughs> feel really fucking badass like yeah listening to that song yeah this was a fun uh this uh, this one was fun to dance to as well totally um okay and then you have danzig yes <laughs> mother this one was like the most <laughs> rock and roll song <laughs> yeah that's a pure like rock and roll song yeah do you know that band, The Misfits? Yes. So Glenn Danzig is the lead singer of Misfits. Oh, okay. So same guy. This is just his, I guess, I don't know, solo stuff or a other project. But yeah, this song rules. Yeah. This song, um, I was listening to this when I was getting ready and it was like a fun, I like found myself dancing. I was like. Hell Yeah. This is a fun song. It's also the only song on the list that is explicit. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, the lyrics are fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) It's such Um, a good one. Yeah. I I wrote down in my notes that it's the most hardcore song on the list. (laughs) It is. It is. And it's it's just, yeah, it's classic. I feel like I... I, I was just listening to a Halloween playlist I made like five years ago and it's on it. And I'm like, wow, this song has literally been on like every fucking version of a mix I've made since I was like 14 years old. 
Huh? Is this your favorite of uh, Danzig songs? I guess, you know, to be honest, I don't know a lot of uh, just Danzig songs. I know more Misfit songs. Mm-hmm. Um, what uh, what year was this? What, what year are we in? I'm going to guess it sounds like it's late 70s. No, but uh, like oh. your high school. Oh, this was this was a fall 2002 mix. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, so 10th grade. Okay. So I remember it was like, oh, okay, so this is sophomore year mm-hmm. where you're, you're like, I'm cool now because I'm not fresh meat anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was that. It was my parents just split up. So I now have a reason to be angsty. It was like I could, you know what I mean, fully lean into my – um emotions yeah did you uh dye your hair a lot oh yeah oh yeah uh every color well that's not true i never did like crazy colors like pink and purple but it would be like black uh blue black um black with red highlights (laughs) all red bleach blonde like you know there was many a, a dyed hair phase the, uh, I like to call those the natural but not natural colors. Yes, that's that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's fun. And then um, we jump from uh, hardcore to Stevie Wonder. <laughs> you know, for variety. Um, I love this song. It's just a fun dancing song too. It's so good. That might be one of my favorite Stevie songs, like ever. I mean. He's so wonderful, period. It was very hard to choose what Stevie song, but that was a big, like, I feel like I was listening to, like, a greatest hits album of his at the time, like, all the time. Yeah. You you can't, you can't touch him. He's the best. I was just, I think this song that I picked, Do I Do, I think Ja Rule samples that in a song. He does. He does, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know if I talked about Ja Rule on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> my dad hated <laughs> He was like, he sounds like such a lazy singer. <laughs> <laughs> it's really chill. He yeah. really does have a, uh, like, laid back to then, like, kind of gruff. It's like yeah. a, a gruff laid back yeah. style. Um. I think maybe my dad was just jealous that he was uh, an artist and my dad, because I think my dad secretly wanted to be a singer. Really? <laughs> I don't. I mean, he would sing all the time, but he was not. <laughs> That's great. so awesome. I love that. Yeah. He uh, tried really hard to sound like Elvis when he sang. <laughs> like a lot of. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. Yeah. Um, but Stevie Wonder, this is great. Did you um listen to Stevie Wonder and 98 Degrees on the Mulan soundtrack? Of course I did. Of okay. course I did. That song rules. That song to this day, I'll, I will put it on and be like, it's a damn good song. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. I will also uh, say this, 98 Degrees, don't get enough recognition for those vocals. Yeah, the, uh, uh, right? Good singers. 
good singers and uh and just seem like very nice boys <laughs> yes i was team 98 degrees i i i definitely liked them yeah um the, there's two brothers in it two i love bro- i love two brothers uh, <laughs> <laughs> um okay and the next you have the violent femmes with kiss off yes um, so I, uh, the, I haven't really listened to a lot of Violent Femmes, but, uh, Luce put them on her Halloween mix for this podcast. And oh, then, cool. yeah, and now I'm a, I'm a fan and I need to go listen to all of their, cause they're, they're a fun folk punk. Yeah. And that, that I really only know that first album, which I think is like a self title. I, I don't even know what it might just be violent films but it's from like 1983 but that's when you just like every every song's a bop yeah and you probably know their biggest hit yeah is it the yeah let's turn the sun yeah yeah so i i'm i'm now a violent femmes fan i'm gonna go listen to their hell yeah that's another one of those bands i'm like i don't i haven't listened to them in years i don't really know (laughs) what it's like now but at the time that cd that album was in heavy rotation yeah do you ever um so like you like the band and you would listen to all their albums and then you kind of dropped off and now you're like oh what a chore to like go back (laughs) and like listen to all of them yeah yeah Yeah. for sure i have that sometimes with britney (laughs) Like what? When you you mean like going back through the catalog, kind of? Yeah, because it's like I missed the release, and now to go back and listen to it, I'm like, oh, I guess I could. Yeah. Well, I get that way. I, you know, with a lot of music, and it's a lot of music actually, like more like post high school, like college. I can't listen to it now. It's like i i i haven't listened to radiohead or elliot smith in 10 years i can't do it it was like too i fucking overdid it i was all in but it's like i cannot go back to where that music takes me yeah (laughs) and it's very hard for me to listen to that's kind of different from what you're saying but is it just like it reminds you of things that you don't want to remember you know it's not even like specific events it's just like a mood yeah i guess it's like oh i was fucking really depressed listening to really depressing music or like you know it just puts you in a sad mood that i don't want to voluntarily be in i want to listen to sad music when i am sad but i don't like you know what i mean i can't just put it on casually (laughs) like yeah you know do you have a playlist that that is all sad music that you listen to when you're sad no but i do have again, kind of back to that like playlist of certain years. So I can kind of be like, oh, 2016, we were going through it. Like, so I can find that playlist and it would, you know, give that kind of, I don't know, relief if I needed to, if I was feeling sad. Yeah. Or not even relief, wallowing more like it. Yeah. I don't know about you. When I'm sad, I I need to like. Feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wonder how many people have a sad 2020 playlist. <laughs> I feel like I've not been listening to music as much this year. Yeah. Well, you, you, it seems like you listen to a lot of your music in the car you're, and you're not really going a lot. Exactly. Places. That's, that's fair to say. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. 
because when you're home and you just like put something on you usually put like a tv show on or something yeah or or podcasts i'm a big like podcast while i'm like doing dishes and like whatever else yeah so like music is not uh, everyone's spotify playlist of the year (laughs) thing is gonna be real weird it's gonna be real weird yeah yeah. Mine's going to be real special because it's going to be a lot of other people's music that I listen to. <laughs> you so, should release it. Yeah. They're going to be like, wow, Rachel, Backstreet Boys aren't on it this year. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Be, yeah. They're going to be so confused. They're going to be like, wait, <laughs> what? There's no Jonas Brothers. <laughs> um, Okay, and then next you have Air, Surfing on a Rocket. Uh, their name is uh, pretty appropriate because I felt like this song was very airy. It, it is. Yeah. This just, is another, dri- yeah, just driving around in your car song, like, very chilled out. Yeah. Um, I love this one. Surfing on a Rocket, Air. Totally. Like, they're all, it all. It, all- it's all adding up yeah yeah i went through a big air phase this is senior year or like summer summer before senior year of high school i think okay um i looked them up because i i had never heard of them before they're french yeah oh well speaking of movie soundtracks did you see that they've also done they've had a lot of music in movies yeah i saw they did virgin suicides yeah that they did that like a, a whole the whole soundtrack for that and then also they have a few songs on the um lost in translation okay mm-hmm. there's a couple on, on that i went down a rabbit hole when i was looking up the yeah 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 so uh karen O dated spike jones <gasps> who is married to sofia coppola right who everyone says that a character I've never seen Lost in Translation. I need to. Uh, a character in Lost in Translation is based off of Spike Jones. Yeah, yeah. Um, Her husband. Yeah. So I, this everything in this playlist all links together. Sure does. I mean, it's a time capsule. Yeah, this like in early two thousands. Like, just yeah, in a nutshell. It's like a, it's like a Kevin Bacon six degrees. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. But the indie version. We should do that. It's a fun game. It's a really fun game. Um, I like this song. We like chilled out, and then now we get into the cardigans. Oh yeah, yeah. The new cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> Your new cuckoo. Your new cuckoo. Yeah. Um. I uh, the, the the Cardigans are also a band that I know of, but I only know one song, "Love Fool," which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. This um. was one of those like suggestions from a a friend that was like, "Oh, you gotta listen to this Cardigans album." And I was like, "The band that sings Love Fool," and they're like, "Yes, this whole album is amazing." And I I want to say I I would do this sometimes. I think I I checked this one out at the library. And I burned a copy of it. Because oh. could you do that? Could you check out CDs from your library? Yeah. I would do that. I would I would burn CDs. Oh, wow. Uh, this song was really uh, fun and happy sounding. Yeah. It was like a chill but like happy sound. It is. And it also feels like kind of rom com or like cinematic 
Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the opening track for that album. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I need to listen to it because it put me in a good mood. The whole the whole thing's great. I think yeah. Right. Okay. Um, and then next, uh, you have the Pixies with Hey. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Pixies are also another band that I've heard of, but I only know one of their songs. So where is was... mine? Yeah. <laughs> Woo! I like the way that song starts. Woo! Stop. It's, that's a great one. It just got fucking played to death, but uh, great. Yeah. They're they're awesome. Yeah, I feel like two. I used to listen to two of their albums in high school, like all the time. And this is one of those ones that's also like a great sing along with your friends, you know? Yeah, it definitely had a like a like it had a road trip in the car with your friends type vibe. Yes, like yeah. fun weird vocals where it's like it's it's we're not it's it's less about like oh amazing voice he has. Uh, I think Frank Black is his name, but it's more just like fun vocals, you know, like that are fun to like, it's fun to imitate his voice and like sing along with. Yeah. <laughs> do you, uh, do you tend to like singers that have weird, not weird voice, but you know, fun voice, unique voices? Yeah, I would say definitely. There's a good mix. Yeah. I would yeah. say it's pretty split. Like sometimes I'm a sucker for just like, so-and-so has a fantastic, great voice and like, and I love them for that. And then they're like the fun ones. Like, Bowie and um, what's his name from Talking Heads and uh, David Byrne, like that are just like so fun and specific and unique to them. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of that, the next you have Elliot Smith next, which I also went a, a, through a deep dive Google of Elliot Smith because I've heard of him before because everyone talks about him, but I've never actually listened to any of his music. And he was described on his Wikipedia page as having a unique, like, whispery, airy kind of voice. Yeah, I would say that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, what do you also, think? I like this song. It was, like, um, it was, like, a kind of more, po- like, positive than I thought I it would be. I picked that on purpose. Okay. Because... I thought he was a, de- from what I heard, he's a depressing, and then also from his, uh, his Wikipedia page, like, that was, uh, there's a mystery. There's a mystery there. Yeah, there's a possible suicide. Either a suicide or a murder. Yeah, yeah, really we dark. don't know, yeah. Um, really awful. Yeah. So I was like, oh, but then this song was like kind of like more upbeat. Yeah. Not upbeat, but more like positive. It was still chill. Definitely. Definitely yeah. has a up tempo. And I, I had to throw him on there because he was so huge for me. Like in high school, it would be untrue to not have a song by him on there. But I did try to pick one that was like, here's one I could throw on. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but he's, yeah, he's an incredible songwriter. So talented. Just, just, yeah, not usually someone I can go back and listen to unless yeah. I'm in a, in a dark place myself. Yeah. 
Um, I saw that also he did a song for Goodwill Hunting. That's right. Yeah, I think that's what like put him on the map like in a mainstream way. But I don't think that song's that great. I don't yeah. think out of all his songs, I'm like, meh. Yeah, I gave it a listen to because I was like, oh, well, this must be the most popular one. And then I was like, well, I like the Baby Britain one better. It's better. Yeah, it's always weird what gets popular, you know? Yeah. And then, yeah, I'm glad I listened to the other one first because then it made me actually want to check out some stuff. Whereas that one, if I listened to that first, I'd be like, I don't need to. <laughs> totally. Um, oh boy. And then next you've got Ashley Simpson. <laughs> you have to have Ashley Simpson. Yeah. Speaking of which, this is another travesty <laughs> when it comes to female singers. What like what the world did to Ashley Simpson? I am not she You mean like after the like SNL fiasco, the lip yeah. sync? Yeah. And then yeah. they, like, shamed her for getting a nose job, too. Oh, what? my God. I mean, tabloid culture then was so fucking rough. Yeah. So I brutal mean, to all those girls at that yeah. time. It, like, this was around the time, too, that it just, like, ruined Britney, too. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, I don't know. But it was very nice to revisit Ashley because I was like, oh, yeah, I know this song. I love this song. I fucking love that song. First of all, that whole album's good. Um, her reality show obviously was amazing. Um, but that song, Autobiography, I still stand. And that's the go-to karaoke number um, oh. for me. Yeah. I want to see that now. I would love to do that with yeah. you when this I is all over. I know, I want a karaoke. It's the number one thing I think I missed. That in movie theaters. That's, oh. that's about it. But and now, did you see you can rent out an AMC for $100? I did. That's very interesting. Honestly, that's not a crazy price because I spend that much on insane things for retail therapy, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad price. I'm just like... I feel like I would then get so precious about like, what movie do I have to see in the theater? You know, I don't really have my finger on the pulse of like, what is coming out right now? Like, are movies still coming out? Yeah, there is a Pixar movie coming out. Oh. I wonder if that'll be an option. Okay. So that. What's it that? has um, Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey. And I think it's about Jamie Foxx's character is like a jazz singer. Okay. Then maybe dies. And is a ghost? It's like, uh, <laughs> it's about your soul. Like everyone has a soul. Okay. Um, so then he goes back to the soul area or something like that. And he runs into Tina Fey, which is like a soul that never wants to find a body <gasps> because she doesn't or something. I don't know. I'm oh, like, consider me intrigued yeah uh, but it's got a great voice cast because then there's also i think davy diggs is in it and oh, cool. i th think quest love is in it too. oh wow yeah. yeah i'm definitely intrigued by this i saw them do something at d23 last year so i like have a rough idea of what it is but i don't know if i'm you know gotcha it might I, what i think it is is kind of like an inside out but that's with, okay that's the vibe i got when you were yeah. saying it seems I like, like an inside-out movie, but with souls instead of personality. I don't okay. know. Okay. Emotions. I'm in. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, um, Ashley Simpson is great at. I think she's happy now. So like I, Ooh, right? Yeah, I mean her that that they're a good-looking couple. Yeah, she married to Diana Ross's son. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I haven't I haven't seen or read much about Ashley in recent years, but that's like the last thing I kind of remember. I think they have a reality show, so she has a reality show. Oh, again. she's back in the game. Yeah. Um. But I just know that they're a very good-looking couple. For sure. Um, and let's not forget how iconic her haircut was. Yes. Girl, I brought that picture in to my hairstylist and was like, give me this. I need the bang. I need this fringe. Like, I need, like, a richer... My hair's brown, but I needed to dye it, like, <laughs> a deeper shade of brown. Like, I was... I was all in on that look. Yeah. I um, went to my sister's best friend's mom who never gave me what I wanted. So I never got the <laughs> haircut I wanted. <laughs> um, that sucks. But maybe I should do an Ashley Simpson haircut now. I feel like it would be very cool. I think yeah. I think it would go over well. It's like kind of like a shaggy with bangs. I mean, I feel like I already got it. You do. You have the temp. You have the foundation pieces. I think it's just shag. There's more layers, and it's like a little shaggy yeah. and like rough. Yeah, I want a combination of Karen O and Ashley Simpson from the 2000s hair. Hell yeah, dude! I had so many hair influences. I'm also remembering. Remember the tattoo. Um, music video all the things she said oh yes 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 the brunette love i i fucking brought her picture in too in like whatever year that was 2002 and was like yeah. give me this haircut <laughs> dang what i wish i had um the ability to be like give me a haircut <laughs> it was always like I want this haircut. I don't know, Rachel. <laughs> I'm listen. I'm not saying they all turned out perfectly like that, but like that was the influence I was going for. I believe that um, they were perfect. Um, I'll send you pictures. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the last song you have is Scissor Sisters. Take your mama. Um, this was like a kind of like a chill way to end. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to end on the upswing, a hopeful into the future <laughs> moment. Um, yeah. I fucking love this band when they, I'm swearing so much, I'm really sorry. Uh, when this band, when I first discovered this band and like that first, maybe it was their second, first or second album that like I, I was hip to. I was like, what is this? The guy sounds like Elton John. Like, that's so cool. I loved how heavy on the piano it was. I was like, it, it's old and it's new. It's queer. It's everything that I love all in one cool new band. I was just really into them when they yeah. came out. I like this song a lot. Um, and I felt like it was a nice way to end the whole thing. Because it was, it, yeah, it did end on a nice note. But, yeah. but then also it made me want to re-listen to it, which is a CD format because it replays. <laughs> totally. Wow. Because uh, some mixes, 
end on like a, a like a kind of like a, a a a resolve. Yes, you're right. And this one did have a resolve, but it made me want to go back. Ooh. Like a rewatch. It's like a movie you like, so yeah. you rewatch it. Instead okay. of a, like, you know how there's movies that you like, oh, that was a good movie. And then you never watch it. <laughs> yeah. You're like, great. Yeah. <laughs> this one made me want to re-listen. That's awesome. Yeah. It felt like a good kind of like book. Like, yeah, looking to the future and also like a bookend for me because then I like go off to college and that's like another chapter. I'm like, then we can do that era like another time. We can do the mixes of like 05 to 09 or whatever, you know. Um, but yeah, this was kind of just like a a, tra- a transition maybe. Yeah. Um, I do. There's not a lot of like pop music on this. Um, so you weren't listening to like, you know, the radio. I do want to say, I want to clear this up because I didn't want it. I, I tried to pepper in a couple just so it was known that it wasn't like exclusively indie, whatever, obscure, whatever crap. I love pop music. I love pop music to this day. Um, I just kind of wanted to be true to what would be on a mix though. I think for me, I got my pop music fill by the radio. Yeah. And um, whatever, MTV. Um, I definitely love pop. I, I had a whole other thing of like, oh, all the, all the hits of like these years. But I'm just like, but that's not what I was putting on my mixes. Uh-huh. I don't know. There was some, what's the word? Delineation? Is that right? I don't know. Distinction, distinction. There was some, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's I think like, I was like, I was like, you'll hear whatever Fitty said on the radio. You'll hear <laughs> Christina Aguilera. Like, I don't need to then put it on this mix. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like taking up space where it could be something new that someone would discover. I think that's what I was going for. Yeah. That's smart. Um, I didn't, I, I put, <laughs> uh, but I do want to ask since this, uh, kind of ends your senior year, you know, oh. you're like graduating. Um, what was like your big graduation song that you listened to a lot? Oh my God. I love that you're asking this question. Okay. So I graduate June, 2005. You know, what was the fucking song of yeah. that time since you've been gone, Kelly? that was the fucking pop so i was driving to beach week you know with my friends fresh after graduation and we were blasting kelly clarkson we were blasting whatever kind album came out then and the killers like those were kind of like the big the big ones okay yeah um okay uh you said beach week so where are you from so I'm from uh, Northern Virginia, a place called Woodbridge, Virginia, kind of outside of Washington, D.C. Yeah. So, so- you had uh, you senior beach week. Was that like when you were skipping school because you knew you were graduating and they like, couldn't do anything about it? <laughs> no, that's tight, though. Um, no, it was just like everyone. That's what you did. It was like this tradition, like after graduation, you go on this big beach trip with your friends. So I literally think we left like 
if not the morning after graduation, like the day af after that. And we drove to Myrtle Beach, uh, South Carolina, and rented a beach house with like whatever, 10 people. And uh, we were just at the beach for a week. That seems like a uh, coming of age movie that you need to write. Oh my Cause it, God. <laughs> Cause it seems like the, you know, like you just graduated. So now you're off and you're going to do your own thing. And this is like the last time that you're going to spend it with your high school friends before wow. like, who knows what's going to happen. You're like, right. Yeah. You need to write it. And then you need to make the soundtrack. That's it. That's yeah. it. I think you nailed it. Wow. Um, Cause I, this beach week thing, I, I, I wish I had done it. It was fun. I, I mean, there was drama, but not my drama. It wasn't like my drama, but like friendships ended. People wow. were throwing some, some harsh words. I was not really a part of that. <laughs> and I had a boyfriend at the time that went to a different school and was a year older and he didn't come on this trip. So it was just, it was a very like, for me, just very fun. Like, I, I don't know. I didn't have any, not to say like personal stake, but I was just chilling. <laughs> I, I didn't really, um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't lose much, but some drama did go down. Yeah. That's why you need to be the narrator of mm. this story. Yes. Cause you see all the drama happening. You're right. You're right. Um, okay. Well, I can't wait for you to write that so I can read it and then see it in theaters okay. and then buy the soundtrack. <gasps> And rent out the entire movie theater. <laughs> yeah. Only $99. Hey. Yeah. Um, okay. So now I have a few more questions about high school. Sure. Um, okay. So did what did you like to do after school? Like, did you have, were you in any clubs or any sports? <laughs> so definitely not sports. I think you knew that. You laughed as sports came out of your mouth. You were like, she's not a sports girl. And I, I just... was <laughs> um, I I went to a, a high school with the arts like magnet program within it, so I was a theater major um, uh, in in this like four year program. So I was I was you know doing acting theatery stuff, um, but if I wasn't doing that, then I was just hanging out with my friends. Uh, in my neighborhood, I had, I was friends with a lot of skateboarder, skateboarders, uh, and one of them was my neighbor and we would just like sit, I didn't skateboard, but me and my friends would just like sit outside and watch them skate for hours. Oh. Uh, a lot of chilling outside and a lot of going to Starbucks for some reason. That was like the one place we could walk to. <laughs> so Starbucks yeah. is cool in high school. It kind of was. We didn't have cute independent owned coffee shops, you know? It was just like that's what we had. Yeah. I remember when my town got a Starbucks in the Ron Johns and it was <gasps> big deal. Huge. So yeah, so my friends and I would go to Ron Johns. <laughs> Wait, is Ron Johns like a grocery store? No, it's a surf shop. Oh um, yes. I've heard of this. Yeah. It's like it's like a big surf shop or whatever, I don't know. Um but yeah, Ron Johns. They had a a giant waterfall next to it. Whoa. Um, yeah, just in the building, you know, those in 
interior interior water homes yeah and they smell all the same (laughs) they do yeah okay and then i just want to okay so if you could give yourself a superlative what would it be well i can tell you an actual one that i got (gasps) you got one i got one okay Um, my friend payment and i got voted most sarcastic oh uh... which you know what to be like it was kind of the runner up like to most humorous and i was a little i felt like a little like uh, that's like the consolation prize is like most sarcastic but you know what it's probably accurate at that time (laughs) and now um well i was runner up to wittiest and I didn't get it. Oh. Um, but Sophia Levenseller got it, and I'll never wow. forget. Oh, uh, uh, I will never forget nor forgive. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so now comes the time where I suggest some songs that I would put on this album based on what I uh, thought of when I was listening to yours. Oh, I love that. And I was okay. writing it down. Oh, okay. You yeah. don't have to. Well, I want to know. Um, okay, so uh, some of the bands gave me the same vibe of, like, the format, which was one of my favorite bands in high school. Okay. Um, so I would suggest the format, The Compromise. <gasps> Do you know what? I'm flashing back. A friend of mine put one, gave me a mixed CD with one song by them on it, and I and I liked it, but I don't. Uh, I don't know what that was, and I, I only ever knew one song. I bet it was the first single, which is the actual title of the song. It's called The First Single. You're right. You're right. Yeah. It has clapping in it. It's like, yes. you know me. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. That's from their first album, Interventions and Lullabies, which I highly suggest because that is one of my favorite albums. Every <gasps> song is great. Oh, my God. Um, but their second album, Dog Problems, had the compromise, which I felt like was more like uh rocky, maybe. Okay. So I don't yeah, I don't know. I like dog problems too, but interventions and lullabies. Maybe you might like interventions and lullabies more because it was more chill. You know what? We'll just have to give it a listen and see. Yeah. Um, I love it. And then of course the lead singer of the format was Nate, who then went on to be the lead singer of Fun. You know Fun. That, yeah, yeah. I know that one song. Yeah, and he has a, a, a unique voice. He does have a unique voice. I'll give him that. Um and then you had a lot of um uh like like chill women indie singers mm-hmm. on here. So my this I would listening to this mix reminded me of a mix that my friend Sarah made for me in high school or post high school. Um, and the first song on it was one of my favorite songs that ev- I've ever gotten on a mix because <gasps> it's funny and it's good. It's um, Alex Winston, Sister Wife. I think I recommended it to Oscar as well, but it's, I love it so much. It's, Alex uh, Winston, Sister Wife? Yes. Okay. Okay. It's basically she sings, "Hey, there, sister wife, get get the hell out! It's my night." <laughs> um, a little comedy, yeah, in a song. It's funny, but it's also like if you're not listening to the lyrics, it just sounds like a good song, right? And it's fun to sing sing to in the <gasps> car. 
Okay, well, you know I love that. Yeah. Um, and then also listening to a lot of these like funk songs, these funky songs. I recently just rewatched The Wiz. You know, shamefully, uh, I've never, I've, I've never seen the whole thing. I've seen, I've seen bits and pieces. I know. You I know. need to watch it. I it's, know. I rewatched it, and the whole time I was like, "This is better than The Wizard." <laughs> <laughs> it's see, it. I mean, uh, yeah. I con- concept alone, I'm way more into it than the original. It's very good. You've got to watch it. And it okay. also made me laugh. There is moments where it had the same humor as like a Muppets. Well, movie. we love that. Yeah. What, what song did you say? Um. Okay. So I, of course, Ease On Down the Road is like the main song, which is good. But I liked uh, You Can't Win. Michael Jackson <gasps> sings it. I feel like I know, I like know that song. Yeah. It's like, okay. you can't win. Yes. And <laughs> yeah. you, I didn't put MJ on here, but you know, I, that's loaded, but. I yeah. mean, if we're truth, truth is he was a huge influence for me. Yeah, same. Uh, that's another one where it's just like, you know, tough to talk about, but you can't deny that, you, you know. You cannot deny the influence. Yeah. Um, okay. Gosh. Uh, so that was a three already? Oh, yes. boy. Okay. Well, since you've never listened to them, but I thought about them while listening to this, I'm going to recommend Death Cab for Cutie. Uh, I'll recommend the song that iTunes gave <laughs> for free. Um, title and registration. Okay. I like that song. I'm writing it down. I only know a few Death Cab songs because I never really got into them except for like maybe one or two, you know, of the hits. But right, that one right. is very good. Okay. And it starts with uh, uh, the glove compartment is inaccurately named and everyone knows it. And... <laughs> Ever since that song, I put a glove in my glove compartment, so it is accurately no, you named. Did it? You did that? Yeah, I have a glove in my glove compartment. Do you want someone to just like open it one day and it comes rolling out, and they're like, "Ooh." Yeah. Well, I did a movie or a short with Carrie O'Neill um, a few years ago, and she was in my car, and she opened up my glove compartment, just started, like, looking around at my stuff, and she pulled it out, and was like, what is this? And I was like, it's a glove compartment. What does it look like, babe? Yeah. So it was, it was like, a joke that I started in high school, and it finally paid off in, like, wow. 2015. Oh, my God. So. Year, she waited years for the payoff. Yeah. And it was worth it. It was worth it. Um, okay, so that's for I do. Okay, just because I also thought of this song, I'll recommend a fifth song. Uh, when I was listening to this, for some reason, one of the songs made me think of another song that I used to listen to a lot, which was a Five for Fighting song. Um, and they're they're most known for that like hundred years. Yes. Song. And I did not like that song. No, okay. that song is not great, but okay. I. I someone got me the album, maybe my mom or something like that, and I listened to it. There's one song on okay, it that okay. I I really loved, but it's about Michael Jordan, and it's very Whoa. like, yeah, it's weird, but it's called Michael Jordan. <laughs> uh, but it's like a really good song until you're like, oh, he's singing about Michael Jordan. That's so <laughs> weird. But if you uh, like, I don't know, if you can set that aside for a moment, I think I, it's a good song. Well, I'm intrigued by the fact that it's about Michael Jordan. I think that's yeah, it's basically like he would give anything to have Michael Jordan's life. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. 
yeah. very that's not what I would spe- expect from the the singer the of that whatever single was. I'm fifteen for a month. <laughs> fucking hated that so much so much you know what i I hate that era that kind of like overly sincere like like i guess it's like all like indie rock that would be on like Grey's anatomy or like something like that like that's not for me that's not my my wheelhouse so you're not a the fray fan listen (laughs) one song that one song i like um the cable car one? The more up-tempo one. Um, yeah. What's that one? Is that the cable car one? Um, oh, oh, the... Everyone... Doesn't over my head. Yeah, that one. That one's a yeah. I can, yeah. can appreciate that. That one, I think, was my sister's MySpace song. Wow. Tying it yeah. all back back together <laughs> um well thank you so much for putting a mix together it was very fun you're so welcome i'm glad you liked it yeah uh, um where could people find you um you can find me probably most likely on instagram um <laughs> at nikki and i k k i uh zero h so it looks like nikki O, and i yeah i use that the most so i don't really use twitter or anything else yeah um well thank you um and thanks for listening everyone get a pet portrait um okay thank uh you. Th- yeah this is the mix bye <laughs> bye this is the mix This is the mix. This is the mix. This is.